right now. Everyone, would you please welcome to the Putting You Over podcast, representing Beyond Wrestling as a member of Club Cam, he is perfection personified, Aaron Rourke. Spectacular. How are you tonight? Wow, what, was that what great? an introduction. Right? Jeez. Yes, from our man, Ryan Romano. That was the best transition for the introduction ever. I'm like looking for it. Vanessa goes, play it. Because I didn't look up. I didn't see you there. Perfect. I know. I kind of came in a minute early and I was just like listening to you guys talk. I was like, yeah. Ooh, no, I'm man. In on it. That's exactly how we want people to do it. Like, we just, we just come in. Come in and say, oh, I'm here. Just um, do it. Hello, perfection's here. <laughs> the show just got uh, perfection personified. Whew, words are hard That's for me. me. How are you doing tonight? I am good. I am actually just finishing up training, so that's why I look sweaty. <laughs> um, and that, yeah, that was going to be one of my questions. Not why do you look sweaty. My question was going to be, what would you be doing tonight if you were not here on this show? I would be wrestling, training, and working my butt off in that ring. Kicking ass. Kicking um, ass. Kicking ass and taking names. Um, that's right. So... Well, and we're going to get to create a pro. We're going to get to everywhere we've seen you, uh, chaotic beyond dark, uh, all that fun stuff. Um, wrestling, a, a young Aaron Rourke at a, at a young age. Uh, what's the first memory you have of, of this great sport we call wrestling? So my first memory, it's a little unconventional. Um, my first memory of wrestling was I was pretty young I can't really pinpoint the age, but I was flipping through the TV and I just happened to come across the segment where Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan as the Mr. America gimmick are in the oh, ring. Yeah. And I just flipped back and I was like, oh, what is that? Like, that looked interesting. And I remember just watching it. My mom came downstairs. She's like, you're too young to watch that. And just turned it off. And since then, I remembered that date and time and I would just look for it on the TV every time. And then surely enough, I figured out that was SmackDown. I think that's when SmackDown was on Tuesdays. UPN, I think. Yeah. 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 So I was up pretty late for someone who was young and in school, but I remember I would wait to find it at that time. And then I found out it started earlier and then I found out there was something on Mondays and then it just snowball went down from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember that when, uh, I remember Hogan as, uh, Mr. America, uh, <laughs> everyone knew it was him. Um, but yeah. So what was it about what you were seeing, not just with Vince and, and Hogan at that time, uh, but what you were seeing in the ring, uh, the backstage stuff, what was it, uh, that actually drew you in? I think just the whole entertainment of it you know it yeah. was um it was really like watching real life superheroes when you were a kid because you just couldn't believe what was going on in the ring and i remember just really being drawn to the drama and the stories that were being told and just the larger than life personalities and then i would see them get in the ring and i would just 
marvel at it. It's like, wow, these guys must be superhuman. How do I do that? I want to do that. Were you, was a young Aaron Rourke, uh, did he, did, did he play sports? What, what was his, uh, thing of choice in school? Um, well, a young Aaron Rourke has been very dramatic since a very young age. Um, that has never left me. I was more of a theater kid, but okay. I loved track and field. I was always trying to run away from responsibilities. So I was just running away all the time. <laughs> and, and I was a dancer for a long time. Okay. Footwork. Footwork. I got good footwork. Yeah. Um, you're, you're watching wrestling. You're a wrestling fan. You love it. Uh, do your friends in, in school, what, what do they, they think? Did you have wrestling friends in school or did you have to keep it from people? Um, I had a couple. In fact, um, me and my friend, well, my old friend Nick in elementary school, we used to, during class, draw posters okay. for the pay-per-views. And I remember we would draw, I think it was like Judgment Day was coming up. And we would draw like our best Judgment Day posters and see whose was better. Spectacular! That's so all. ridiculous. <laughs> if you stop and think about some of the things I know for myself that I would do back then, pertaining to wrestling, uh, let alone everything else, but in this genre of wrestling, it was pretty insane. Like we did our fair share of backyard wrestling, a lot of in-house wrestling. Uh, mm-hmm. no one actually had trampolines where I was. So we, all our wrestling was in the house, a lot of cookie sheets being used, uh, a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. My parents not happy with the yeah. stuff we used to do. Um, neither were mine. I was going to say, they hated it. What did they, like you said, uh, you were too young. Uh, you said your mom said at first, but what did they say? When you bring this up to them that you, this is something you want to, an avenue you want to go down? Um, well, I had always said growing up that this is something I want to do. And my mom was always saying, it's a phase. He'll yeah. eventually just get out of it as all, as everyone does. And as I just got older, it's just something I never shook. And then when it came time to go to college, I was like, I'd like to be a wrestler. And she said, I'm fine with it as long as you get your degree first. So in case anything happens, yeah. you have something to fall back on, which is wise advice. But at 18, that's not something you want to hear. <laughs> no. So I reluctantly went to college. Uh, what'd you get your degree in? Anthropology and forensics. Nice. Nice. Um, so you got your degree. You, you listened to your mom. So shout out to all the kids out there. I hope mine catch this on the VOD. Uh, listen to your parents. Got his degree. Um, so now you're ready to go in. You're going wrestling. So so is Creative Pro is the first place you go? Yes. First place. Uh phenomenal place. I think we've had we've had a couple wrestlers from Creative Pro on here, I believe. Right, Vanessa? Correct. Um Max Caster is the first one that comes to mind, but I know there's others. Um Dion Russman. Yep. I'm clearly the most perfect and most attractive. I mean, come obviously, on. yes, obviously, easily, almost easily. So, Russman, oh, Matt, the rest he, are just forgettable. Don't even stand a chance. That's perfection. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. When you Not walk, at all. when you walk in the doors at Creative Pro, 
Um, did you pick it up easily? Um, without sounding condescending or like egotistical, right. I did just because I had such an in-depth background with footwork and with track and field. I knew how to be light on my feet. I knew how to really fo- like bunker down on footwork and what was always easy to me was the movement like the movement I could pick up pretty fast but it was the believability and the personality that I had a bit of a problem with when I started out it was very quiet shocking but very quiet yeah I was gonna say that that does shock me because you mentioned well because of of how you are now but you mentioned you're a drama kid so I would think that would be like a, a pro, like a, a you'd be an advantage. I think because it was such, it was something so new, and it was my dream. I mean, this right. is this is what I always wanted to do. To me, this was starting my career for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I went in there nervous, being like, I have to be the best. I have to like outdo everyone else. I have to, I put a lot of pressure on myself. So I was very shy and I was very quiet and I didn't want to make any waves. And I just kind of wanted to focus and be good at it before I could like really shine, I guess, blossom. Blossom. Yeah. Shine. Um, (laughs) the word blossom just threw me off because she just got (laughs) named the host of, uh, of Jeopardy. So it's just it's non sequitur. So we just took a left turn, Vanessa. Um all right, so you pick it up easily, your footwork, your track, uh very light on your feet. Um that first bump. What was that first bump like? I remember it. It was really like someone had just kicked me straight in the back with like a size twenty six boot. And it was just all the wind just right out the body. It was intense. Yeah. It was. Oof. I always, I always like to say the first bump is probably going to be the worst. Yeah. yeah. It's a rough one to get used to. Um, for those people in the chat tonight that may have never heard of perfection personified, Aaron Roy. Impossible. First, first of Impossible. all, impossible. Shame on them. Shame. Absolutely. Ob- exactly. Um, why don't you let them know uh, who you are, uh, your style, uh, your influence in the ring, stuff like that. Well, I am Perfection Personified, the dime piece, the spotlight stealer, glitter god. I have many names, but all you need to know is that I'm perfection. Um, my wrestling style, I'd say athleticism is my wrestling style i kick a lot i do a lot of flips i like to outshine everyone i'm in the ring with it's not that difficult if i'm gonna say so myself but i like to steal the spotlight be the center of attention my influences growing up i think i mean everyone loves rock austin i loved flair obviously i just thought his whole appearance was incredible i remember the first time i saw him come out and i saw that robe and i heard the music and i was like yeah that's me that's me um i loved 
Randy Orton as a kid because he just had such, again, a presence and he didn't really have to say anything. It was just all right here in the face. You could just get a read of him just from his facial expressions. And I just kind of love that arrogant, hockey, like how he carries himself as a competitor and as an in-ring worker. Um, I would say my influences today, it's very... Um, it's very heavy in women's wrestling. I've always really liked it. I think because I grew up with like a sister who I was really close with and I was really close with my mom. So I was always kind of looking up to these strong women. And then when I would watch wrestling, I was always like, I wonder why they don't get to do the yeah, stuff that men do. For sure. So uh, I would say my biggest influence today is Miss Charlotte Flair. Best I mean, I, Yeah. I'll argue about it with anyone all day. Well, we're huge Charlotte fans. If you hate on her, it's just because you wish you were her. That's right. It's going to be great when she tests the waters and goes somewhere else. But that's an entire different show altogether. Um, You wrestled some very strong, talented women. Uh, I uh, I watched you with Statlander today. Mm-hmm. I watched you, dear friend of the show, Davian from Chaotic Wrestling, um, wrestle today. Uh, That's my biffle. Yeah. My BFF. Yeah, she's great. Love her. Chaotic Massachusetts. You've been in Beyond. Um, your first match. I'm trying to think of all these notes I uh, took down today and never put on the, the doc, the word doc in front of me. <laughs> um, VSK, who mm. I think highly of as well was your first match oh yeah what did you take away from that first match i took away that i needed to be at his level in order to be the best i gotta remember that was my first singles match ever Ever. yeah ever ever and it was with arguably one of the best talent on the circuit today and it was a long match, and I was only about six months in. So it was a high bar. It was a high standard that I had to reach and I had to surpass. And just I took from that match, I just was like, yeah, I need to be at this level. I need to be this good. If anything, I need to be better. Yeah. So I need to work to be better. Have you wrestled them since that match? We have only had we have only had four matches okay. since then. Well, including that one. So three since then before to all total. Okay. Um you were also on AEW Dark and excuse me I because was. I do not remember it was a tag match. Were you on more than once? I was on more than once. Okay, so the the one the match I watched was a tag match and shame shame on me because I don't remember who your partner was uh, or, Oh, you took on the varsity blondes that I remember. I did. Um, I did take on the varsity blondes. Uh, apologies to his uh, tag team partner, which I can't remember at this moment. Jake Logan, Jake Logan. That is right. Correct. You took on the varsity blondes. Um, how did that, did that just come about? Because, like there's create a pro create a pro people there. There's friends. You have friends there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, 
I don't really know how it came about. You know, yeah. I just, I got an opportunity and I took it. Yeah. And I just knew that I have a standard to uphold and I have a name to carry in Create a Pro. And I just, if there's one thing Creative Pro has taught me is how to be a good professional worker. And I went there and I did my job and I smiled and I had the best time. When you go through the curtain at AW Dark after the first match, uh, come through that curtain, who comes to you first or who do you go to first? Um, I walk, when I walk back through the curtain, it's kind of like a sea of people. You know, you really... There's, cause you know, there's a lot of things going on. So you got people running around some, uh, the second time I was there, some of the creative pro guys were there just to say like, good job, good job. Um, I made, I made sure to thank, um, Mr. Tony Khan and Mr. Cody Rhodes for their time and the opportunity. And then, yeah, then it's a day. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Um, I want to make sure I promote a couple things. Uh, before I continue with this, uh, this Friday, I believe you have summer chaos. Fun. I do. Yes. Summer chaos over chaotic wrestling. Uh, Vanessa sent me the poster of it. I see a lot of my dear friends on there. Uh, 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 uh Becca scrunchy or, uh, scrunchy Becca, uh, Austin green, Davey N yourself. What, who are you wrestling that night? I unfortunately have the displeasure nope. of wrestling Chase Del Monte. <laughs> oh no! Unfortunately, why? Unfortunately, because I don't have to waste my time with him. Yeah, I deserve better. You're per- you're you're perfection personified. You, you deserve exactly top of the line, and it's a no DQ match, which he's going to get his ass handed to it. Uh. Do you like no DQ matches? This will be my first. Interesting. Do you feel prepared? Absolutely. I'm always on top of my game. Accurate. Um. Also, I got written down here uh, in uh, WrestlePro. Um, October 16th, you're in a six-man a silver championship match? Hey? I am... <laughs> There's some. It's a six way. Yes. Oh, is that what it is? So it's not. A, it's not a. Not three on three. It's a. So it's a. It's like a scramble. It's like a six man. Scramble for the belt. Scramble for the belt. So I'm looking at uh, yourself, Crawford, who we've had on here. We have VSK, Eddie Edwards, Blackwood, Kevin Blackwood, I believe, and going Rawway, New Jersey. Yeah. October 16th. A, a lot of talent in that match. There is a lot of talent in that match. Um, Mr. I've... Crawford. Yes. Very underrated. So good. He is good. So under... I might be biased because he's like a brother to me, but he is just incredible. Incredible. Yeah. It's a shame. I think he's so underrated, and it's such a shame. He should be everywhere, in my opinion. Yeah, um, we had him on. We've seen him. I've seen him a plethora of places. Um, 
he is extremely underrated. Well, extremely. Sure. Um, something else I wanted to get to tonight. Uh, I want to know because we've had um, we've had the director of uh, Out on the Ring. We've had uh, Hoyo Del Mar uh, on here. I want to know from you, what does it mean to be a role model uh, in such a big part uh, of the LGBTQ wrestling community, which is huge. That's what I've come to learn since doing this show. Uh, And like, you're like, what's it feel? You're a role model for this community. Um, I don't, it's, that's an interesting question because I never really viewed myself as a role model, but in a couple of these kind of interviews, people have said like, you're a role model to this community. And it, it weighs on you a bit. I've always just, I've always just wanted to push the narrative. You don't have to hide who you are in order to be successful. I very much love who I am and who Aaron Work is, and I think that's what makes him one of the best. Is that he is out there. He is flamboyant. He's eccentric. He loves all things sparkles. But at the end of the day. He knows what to do in the ring. Yeah. He kicks ass. And I just always want people to know, like, you don't have to put yourself in a box just because we're gay or straight or trans or bi or pan doesn't mean you have to fit a certain mold. You can be anything you want to be. Just be yourself. Yeah. Um, and you just said something there, and now I'm going to go I'm gonna go off script a little bit. Um, I, I have – okay. Help me out with something. Uh, I have three daughters. My oldest daughter is 12. And she mentioned to me and my wife one day that she is or, – or she felt pansexual. And I I didn't know what that meant. So I'm asking you right now to explain me what – because you said it. Because you said pan. And I was like, okay. He knows. So – what does it mean to be pansexual? So the best way, and this is personally how I know the word pansexual. Okay. Yep, gotcha. To me, it's you are attracted to anyone of any gender, regardless of if they're transsexual, regardless. It's an I love everyone and everything and everything and everyone in between. Nice. It's kind of like not limiting yourself, like how I'm gay. Right. So I just like men. Right. And then there are people who like women and men. But being pan, there's no there's no boundary of gender or biological gender or like sexual orientation. It's more of an I'm open to everything, everything. and everyone in between. Yeah, that's what that's how my wife explained it. Awesome. Spectacular, um, yeah, because I had no idea, uh, and it was it was interesting how it happened. I forgot she just brought it up. She wanted to buy a flag. Uh, she said, "Dad, uh, I think I'm pansexual," and I said, "Awesome!" I said, "That's great." I not knowing what it meant, but knowing I accepted her choice and whatnot uh, and wanted to learn about it. 
and uh, we haven't discussed it since then. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, that's that. I really commend. I really commend you for that. If I can take a second, really commend you for being open and just accepting who she is and who she likes and wants to be. Because unfortunately, there's a lot of people who would rather stay closed-minded and just you know just be mean and just nasty and i think it's great to hear and see that people do whether they understand it fully or not that they just love and accept their children or the people they love for who they are and it does not matter to them so kudos to you for sure i appreciate that plus there's enough drama in my house i don't need to be ignorant and cause more drama (laughs) I mean, I have three. I have three Fair. daughters and a wife. There's plenty of drama here in this house. Fair um, point. Uh, and staying on this same lane, uh, and I don't know if you heard this, but uh, when I was prepping for the show, I guess there was some some news in NBC News. The WWE and it was Stephanie McMahon. The WWE said um, they have plans to integrate more LGBTQ characters into their programming. Um, I don't know. I don't have a question based around that, but uh, what are your thoughts on that? I just hearing that now, yeah. I think it's about time. Mm-hmm. I think we need to start realizing that this is a different world. This is a different time. And I think, and I know we hear it over and over again, but rest, uh, representation matters. Yeah. I wish I saw back in the day and I'm not singling out a single promotion, you know, times were different. I wish I saw more of what I see today back when I was a kid, because maybe it would have been a little easier to be like, I want to be a wrestler instead of being like, can I do it? Or having people tell me like, you can't do it because you're gay. And it's like, I mean, they got a point. I mean, any other like flamboyant character has always been like a comedy act or like to make people uncomfortable. And I really think it it will be beneficial for future generations of wrestling and people just in general to see same sex storylines or angles or, you know, have a love triangle where it's a guy likes a girl, but this other guy likes the guy and the guy and the girl are friends. There's so many avenues you can do, but I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think it'll show a lot of people. It'll portray a lot of realism in today's world and people will see like, this is what happens. And this is real. This is a real thing that can happen. Sure. Yeah. I know. I just, I mean, didn't I they kind of try that a bit with Lana Lashley and Liv. They did. And yeah. I was very surprised. That's I, I guess not surprised. I guess, I guess surprise is the right word that they didn't push it further. Like I would have loved to see how that expanded. Right. I, I think Sometimes people think, oh, if we just like throw this little incentive in there, like that's enough. It's like, use that and build off of that. You know, that's a great story to tell. Like why, how did they meet? How did they end up being together? How does her husband feel about it? Or like in WWE, how did Lashley feel about it? Like there's just more avenues. And I think those avenues need to be explored. And I think, it'll freshen everything and I think it'll bring a lot of awareness to what goes on today. Um, I agree. I agree with all that. I just find it so odd that I see that news. Um, now so recent, they just released 
a Mercedes, a, a Jake Atlas, for example. Um, you know, you you could have you could have marketed that. You could have pushed that. And I know sometimes maybe you know I'm not a creative yeah writer. I I don't work for either company. Um, I'm sure they had their reasonings. I just always think more representation. You can't go wrong with it. Yeah. I would personally like to see how far they could push the team of Atlas and Martinez. Yeah. yeah. I would really like to see what would happen. But maybe that's something I will do. There you go. In the future. Break some barriers. Break some walls. Let's go. I'm ready to kick them down. Um, they just got to let me know. You've been phenomenal tonight. You've been awesome. Oh, thank you. Um, what we do at the end of every spot here, every show, uh, I'm going to give you the mic now. You can put over anything you want. Uh, you can, you, I don't think you'd be one to bury anything you want, but you're more entitled <laughs> to do that. Uh, the floor is yours. I will not interrupt. Ooh, God, this is a lot of pressure. Yeah, I know. I um, never tell anybody I'm doing it. <laughs> um, I guess I'll put over myself first. Um, selfishly mm. um you can find me on instagram and twitter at the same handle perfect aaron one uh you can buy my merch at prowrestlingtees.com slash a work one um you can follow my journey on cap tv or at chaotic beyond uh any show i'm getting out there so you should follow perfection because soon he'll be everywhere um if i could put over my own school selfishly i believe i am at the best school in the country, I think Creative Pro has best work rate. I think Creative Pro teaches so much more than wrestling, and I think it teaches values. I think it teaches respect, uh, professionalism, and I just can't think of a better, more family-based place than the school I am. I'm a proud Creative Pro student, and I always will be. I have it. I have the date of when I started tattooed go. on my ribs. I am proud to be. Trained by Pat Buck and Brian Myers, two of the best wrestling minds, in my opinion. If I can put over another school, I believe that the New England Pro Wrestling Academy, Chaotic Wrestling, has some of the best young talent I have seen in a while. And I will give my, I will tip my hat to Chase Del Monte. He is quite talented. He is quite a genius at what he does. And even though I'm going to kick his butt on (laughs) Friday... It has been quite an honor wrestling him and learning so much from him being in the ring. And I think everyone should keep their eyes open because I think 2021 and 2022, we're going to see a lot of breakout stars on the independents from both schools and WrestlePro down in New Jersey who have guys like Dion Russman and TJ Crawford. I mean, the list goes on. But keep your eyes open. There's a lot of talent in this New England, Jersey, Long Island area. Exactly. Including me. Perfection right there. Perfection. Aaron, you've been phenomenal. I said it earlier and I'll say it again. Um, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, we took off our forbidden door. And, uh, <laughs> Whenever yeah. you guys would like to have me, it would be my honor to oh, come back God. on. You heard it, Vanessa. Um. Have yourself a great night. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for giving us your time, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. I've had a great time. I'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah, peace. Thank you. Later. Awesome. Great stuff.
Great stuff. What a great game.